Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. How many times have you cursed the bank that you're dealing with after some altercation with them, but also resigned yourself from the to the fact that the, you have very little choice other than to deal with commercial banks? Well, change is potentially on its way. Many of the world's biggest central banks are thinking about creating a way of bypassing commercial banks and enabling companies to do their banking directly with central banks. Aidan Jones is a managing director in the Data Insight uh, in the Data and Insights and Forensics at Crawl and is on the line. Good morning, Aidan. Uh, morning, Joe. How are you? Very well. I hope you had a lovely long weekend. Um, is it for real? Could we bypass commercial banks? Well, I've been traveling in the US now for about two weeks. I've just come back from a big, long trip uh, looking at lots of different types of digital asset technology and actually, interestingly, some of the challenges from a financial crime perspective. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm increasingly drawn to this idea that we can build a uh, what is effectively a software-driven bank that's based on you know, very much the same sort of technology that uh, digital assets uses and it references uh, central bank digital currencies. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the central banks are somewhat constrained in terms of the extent to which they can build bank-like software that faces the consumer. Whereas, you know, if you create a, an intermediary layer that allows you know, a new type of fintech entity to spin up, spin up new types of banking models... I think this is hugely exciting. Okay, and, well, um, let, let's stop uh, and pause for a second and kind of unpack a little bit. Um, how would they create this layer of fintech, as you call it, so that individuals or companies could actually deal almost directly with the central bank? So if you have uh, the central bank digital currency, so that's effectively a digital currency that's backed by an asset that's held by the central bank, uh, you can create almost like a, it's like a software layer, a software perimeter that sits around the central bank uh, that uh, allows uh, you know companies to create bank-like services that reference directly into that point directly into the central bank itself. Now that's not in any way different to what you see in the normal banks, uh, but the advantage is that uh, it's a lot thinner, so there's a lot less software. Uh, if you look at a traditional bank, there's lots of layers of different systems, lots of different legal entities, lots of different uh, you know, software that's been in there for many, many years. It allows us to create uh, almost like, like a fresh start, if you like. Um, so uh, and almost like a, you know, a second generation of fintech that um, is, is a lot thinner, a lot leaner, uh, that gives us access to uh, a true form of digital money that we can link directly back to commerce. Now, this is related, I, I suspect, to the blockchain. Tell us how that would, might work. Well, you could use the blockchain to um, you know, create, obviously, money uh, in the form of uh, what we already see as, uh, as Bitcoin. I mean, I'd argue that Bitcoin, despite its volatility, is, is a you know, store of value in of itself. Um, we can also use it for things like identity, to validate identity. So we can actually bring those two things together um, whether the central banks themselves would actually need to use blockchain or not, I believe that is an open question because uh, you can actually get quite high degrees of security without necessarily using a blockchain. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, it'd be very much open to the fintechs to determine how they put all of this together. Um, you know, blockchain stands as a very good layer for transmitting value you know, between individuals peer-to-peer. 
Um, so um, it's all it's all possible in terms of the way we can, we, we can bring all of this together. And would central banks actually want to? Don't they like the human shield that commercial banks provide between them and actual customers? Well, I think this is this is a very tricky policy challenge that the central banks have got to navigate. I mean, one of the big things that the uh, you know the big wholesale commercial banks do is they provide uh, credit into the economy, um, and uh, you know growth is about uh, credit, uh, the, you know, the amount of credit that's available within the economy within the, econo- the economy. Um, so the, the the central banks have got to navigate a very difficult policy issue because the risk is that they start sucking money out of one part of the economy. And uh, you know it sits on deposit within the central banks, which is not going to be too good for, from a growth perspective. Um, but that said, we've got to consider the efficiency opportunity because um, you know you can build a very lean, thin, software-driven bank um, that uh, you know allows money to interface directly with commerce, and that can only be good for GDP in terms of uh, you know taking out frictional cost that exists within you think of all the invoice processing that we've got all of the payments infrastructure that we've got all of the physical contracts that we've got which aren't electronic electronic in nature whereas you know with true digital money we can actually link those back to uh, you know electronic forms of contracts yeah and well wouldn't the jobs that would be lost by the commercial banks in that eventuality would those jobs then switch to the central banks for oversight and management I'd like I'd like to think so. I think um, there's an interesting regulatory aspect here as well, because uh, you know a purely electronic bank could be regulated uh, in a manner which I'm sure is 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 swifter. Uh, you know, it's cleaner, it's quicker. Um, so, and you know, maybe we'll see a rebalancing in terms of the way that um, you know, employment is distributed into a move towards you know these these new forms of fintechs that would. Um, ultimately arise from you know the deployment of this type of technology this is not really going to take off though isn't it until one big player in the sector well, decides to jump first uh, you're, you're absolutely right there and i think if we look back over what's happened with uh with with with, with chat gpt and obviously there's some relevant news in the last 24 hours as well in relation to jeffrey hinton hmm. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, the, the, this is the founder of what is the, the godfather of AI. He, and he's now quit his job and is very worried about it. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, we see chat GPT has come right to the forefront now in terms of, you know, moves from people like Microsoft. Um, it would only take a move, um, you know, within the, uh, you know, the, 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 the digital asset space to actually see uh, you know, a trend towards these new types of banking type infrastructure. Um, but in relation to Jeffrey Hinton, I mean, he, he is obviously a um, uh, you know a giant in his field, and uh, you know he's, he's he's opened the debate up further in terms of you know the implications in, in terms of the way we use this technology. Yeah, and, and finally, uh, what opportunities would bypassing commercial banks give for companies? It's frictional cost. We can take frictional cost out of the economy because, you know, if I if I deliver services, I deliver goods to somebody, I've got to send an invoice. Um, that reference is a contract. The invoice is typically physical or a PDF in nature. Um, but ideally, I want to get paid as and when I deliver the goods or services to my customer. And, uh, you know, this type of technology gives us the, the, the ability to to have instantaneous uh, payment at the point of sale um, in relation to you know broader forms of goods and services.
Hayden, I love this future um, future and gazing, this crystal ball gazing, really, really interesting stuff. Hayden, thank you so much. That's Hayden Jones, Managing Director in uh, Data Insights and Forensics at Kroll. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.